0: Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Okay, we're back at it uh, in another uh, another winter season of Minchan Arvit. Although we're not yet at winter, but nevertheless, we have, um, we have minutes now in order to get to Arvit, and we are continuing with our study of Mishnayot. Uh, la- last, um, last... We're not in the winter, Yeah, not yet. That's <laughs> <Yes>, right. <laughs> um, so last year, we managed, we started, well, we finished Seder Moed, which was a big accomplishment. If you remember that, we, uh, we, we had a nice Yehuda here in Siyum. We started Seder Nashim and we managed to finish Massechet Ketubot. I mean, we managed to finish Massechet Yevamot and Massechet Kidushin. And, uh, we went a little bit out of order because we had little time left to, to finish before, before the summertime came. So we did Kidushin instead of following the order. But we're going to go back into the order and we're going to start learning Massechet Ketubot. Which is the current masechet actually of the Daf Yomi that they're learning right now? So uh, those that are learning the Daf Yomi, they uh, you know then this might ring a few bells. Uh, masechet Ketubot speaks or discusses a lot of the ketubah, the ketubah that uh, that was given to a lady when she gets married, uh, the payments that are involved, the things she gets to keep, and uh, some other issues as well. Um, as we will see throughout the Masachet, so we'll, we'll just get right into it with the first perek perek Aleph Mishnah Aleph. Uh, Betulah niset leyom haravei. Betula, which is a virgin, may be married only on a Wednesday. Vealmana leyom haHamishi. A betula can be married only on a Wednesday. Ve'almana, I'm going to explain. you got to let me finish the Mishnah first. Ve'almana, le'yom ha'Mishi, And, a, and a, a widow or a non-virgin can be married only on a Thursday. Now, why, the why is it that the Mishnah says that a virgin gets married only on a Wednesday? Ba ba'shabbat, twice a week, bate dinin, Ba ba'ayarot. The, the courts are in session in the large cities U both on Mondays and on Thursdays that actually still happens today. if the groom laid a claim against his bride, his bride's virginity, for example when he had relations with his wife his newly wed wife he did not find any blood. And that raises the possibility that maybe this girl is not was not a virgin. She she may have been prohibited. Maybe she had relations before while they were in the stage of irusin. So he will go to court the next morning, which is Thursday morning, okay, and say, hey, <laughs> this is I got a bad deal over here. I expected <laughs> that I was uh, I was gonna I was gonna marry a uh, a a virgin, and I didn't get a virgin. Ah, okay, good. Good. So, so the Gemara asked that question. So, but what why not get married on Sunday? You also have you also have a court. You also have the court on Monday morning. So, the uh, the Gemara answers that even though the courts are open on Monday morning, the Chachamim made big efforts to uh to to benefit the the, uh, the the Jewish women, that they should prepare for their wedding at least three days. Okay, you cannot prepare on Shabbat. So therefore, therefore we say get married Wednesday. So you have Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to prepare. And then if something goes wrong, you have Thursday. Versus if you have uh, the if you get married on Sunday, you don't get those those three days. A widow or a non-virgin woman. May get married only on a Thursday, so that the groom has three days to rejoice with her. Thursday, Friday, and Shabbat. Uh, that's the minimum that the Chachamim said a, a husband should rejoice with his wife. That is, that is uh, um, a widow. If it's a, if it's a, a first-time marriage, it's seven days, like we have seven, seven days of Sheva Brachot. Um, so Thursday, Friday, and Shabbat, and then Sunday he goes back to work. Okay, so nowadays. Clearly we don't, uh, we don't uh, have this. Um, Yeah, we don't don't have this. Not a divorcee, a widow only. I'm sorry? A widow only, not the divorcee. A widow and a divorcee, any non-virgin, any any non-virgin, But assuming that one party, one of the two was, uh, sorry, uh, uh, um, assuming that both were married before. If one of them is uh, a new first time uh, wedding, then uh, the lacha uh, the says that they would say seven days for Sheva um, Brachot. But if they were both married before, then it's only a, a three-day thing. Um, so nowadays we don't have this Takana, uh, now we get married whenever we want. A lot of, uh, one of the reasons is we don't really know how to tell whether a person is, uh, you know, uh, the, if the Betulim were there, if, if, the, if the virginity was noticed, if it was not noticed. Um, so therefore, we get married, uh, people got married all, all the time. We get married on Shabbat, also on Friday morning, people got married, okay? And uh, that, that's, uh, that's what we do nowadays, this is not really uh, followed as much. Okay, now, um, we know that a married man is obligated to pay a certain amount of money to his wife if he divorces her uh, or if he dies before her, and that was, that's given obviously by his heirs, and that payment is called the ketubah. That's what the name of the masachet is. And the amount of the ketubah is determined whether or not this woman was a betula, whether she was a virgin when he married her or not. And the ketubah amount differs whether or not this is a newlywed or a first-time wedding or a uh, a divorcee, even till today. So says Mishnah Bet, betula ketubata matayim. A virgin, the ketubah is two hundred zuz. Two hundred zuz. The almana mane. And for a widow, again a non-virgin, the it is a mane, which is one hundred zuz, half. So today also the Ashkenazim still use this currency of matayim zuz and mezuz or mane. So we, we they don't write dollars like we do, like we Sfaradim, huh? Okay, so, 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 it's, they, they, they write the, the, the traditional currency from the time of the Gemara. They would go to the Bedin and the Bedin would determine exactly what the number is. We get very specific and we say, uh, this, no, in dollars. Okay? And we don't write the 200 Jews. But, if we were to write in dollars, if we were to write in dollars, the number is less for a divorcee woman, a divorced woman, than it is for a first-time married woman. Now, um, just so that I put it out on the table, um, a, a first time married woman will have a status of a betula, even if for whatever reason she is not a betula. Okay? She will still have a status of a, of a betula. That's what we, we, we consider and we write down on the, uh, um, uh, on the ketubah. It seems like back then they were a lot more strict, as we're gonna see based on this, the Mishnayot that are, that are underway, where, where one of the guys is gonna claim, well, this is not fair. Like, uh, I demand my, my man some money back. Again, we will see as we go along. Um Okay, Betula, the next few uh, Mishnaya teach who is considered um, in the status of a Betula, a virgin, and who is not. So let's see, Betula almana gerusha v'chalutza min ha'erusin, ketubatan matayim. If someone marries a virgin who had become a widow, a divorcee, or a chalutza during irusin. Irusin is the first, we call it the engagement. They haven't actually went through the full-fledged marriage yet, but 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 irusin means that they've been matched by their parents and they had a little uh, a l'chaim, irusin. So now what happened? A person marries a woman who was a widow from irusin, meaning the, the, the husband or the, the first husband died before they actually completed the marriage, and now this guy is marrying this woman. So in that situation, the ketubah is still 200, Okay, as in the case of a virgin who was not previously married. Because since the first marriage ended with irusin, only the first step, then um, um, we, we still consider this girl to be a virgin because she is still prohibited to her husband. At that stage of marriage, of the engagement, she can't be with her husband intimately. So therefore, we assume she still has the status of a virgin. And therefore, if a guy was to marry her, even though she's a widow or a divorcee or whatever she is as the status of a virgin, and her ketubah is 200. And a claim of a lack of virginity can be made. When this guy actually gets married, and he, uh, after the chuppah, and he goes, uh, whatever, first night, and he sees that she's not a virgin, She he can lay the claim to bedin, and say, hey, what's, this person is supposed to be uh, uh, whole, and now she's not whole, she's lacking. Okay? Um, and therefore... Um you know if, if indeed that's the case um the marriage will could could be null and void and there is a, no ketubah obligation because he's thinking that he's getting a virgin and he's not getting a virgin Hagiyot in the case of a convert or a ransomed captive or a freed kenani slave shenifdu that were ransomed, nitkayru, or converted, or shenishtachreru, or freed, pechutot mi benot shaloshanim, under the age of three years in one day. Also, ketubatan their ketubah is 200. Now, in all of these three situations, although it's um, difficult to imagine this, but it is possible that um, converts or captives or slaves um, were often mistreated. And it could very well be that their owner, or their capturer, or whoever it is, could have had uh, intimate relations with these people, with these gir- young girls. And uh, technically, you would think that they, they don't have the status of a virgin anymore. But the, the Gemara explains that if this happened when these girls were under three, even if indeed some horrible man would do something to a girl that was under uh, under three years old, um, she still has a, the status of a virgin because the Gemara says under the age of three, the virginity would grow back. And therefore, there, a person can, uh, uh, the virginity, she saw the status of a virgin. Now because, and therefore the ketubah is 200. And when these girls grow up, even though she was a captured uh, person when she was a kid. But if he marries his girl and says, and now he sees that she's not a virgin anymore. There's no betulim. He can lay a claim. Because when, when this happened to you, you were before you were under three years old. Your virginity grew back, and now you can uh, you, you can lay a claim and say, "Where is the virginity?" And then, I want my money back. Uh, bad bad deal. Okay. Mishnah um, Gimel. Hagadol sheba ala ketana. There is a law when an adult male cohabits with a minor female. Okay, minor means up until, uh, before 12 years old. Okay, but here it's referring to under three. Vekatan sheba al hagedola, or a minor male cohabited with an adult female. Umukat etz, or when an adult woman was struck by a piece of wood. A piece of wood means, that's mukat etz, means there was an injury there. So she lost her virginity as a result of an injury. Um, you know, she fell hard on something. Some say the Gemara talks about her riding a camel a lot or whatever that could have caused a, a, an injury. In all these cases, ketubatan matayim divir Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir Balanes says, in these cases, ketubah is 200. Okay, because uh, in the situation when the girls were young, it could grow back. Mukat it's not her fault. And therefore, she still gets a ketubah of 200. But the rabbis argue with the last case. And they say, mukat es ketubatan mane. In the case of an adult woman where the the um, the virginity membrane was ruptured because of mukat et, because it was struck by a piece of wood, according to them, according to Chachamim, the ketubah is 100, meaning she does not have the status of a virgin, she's not regarded as a virgin, um, uh, and even if it re- resulted from an accident and not by relations. Mishnah Dalet. Betula almana Gerusha v'chalutza if one marries a virgin that, that, was a, that became a widow or a divorcee or a chalutza, we spoke about chalutza when the brother died, right? And, he, and, and uh, the, the, the younger brother marries a woman. During nisuin, nisuin is the second stage of marriage. So they were officially married 100% and then the husband died. So now she's a widow. Or, um, um, or then even the younger brother died. She's a khalitza, a khalutza. Or she's, uh, she's a divorcee. She was divorced. But she's a virgin. She had, she claims, I was never, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm clean. I was never, I never had relations with anybody. So even though she is a virgin, um, and it's, it, it is assumed that she kept her physical virginity, according to halacha, she lost the status of a virgin once the marriage reached the sage of Nisuin. Once the marriage is complete, it's, it, like what we have today, the chupa. Once the chupa is done and they go into the yichud, you have a hundred percent marriage. In that case, the ketubah is one hundred. Ve'en la'enta anat betulim, and the and the husband cannot go and claim, Hey, I didn't find, a, I didn't find, see the I didn't see any blood. You know, you said she was a virgin. No, 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 no. Because she was previously married, she might claim that she's a virgin, but we don't know for sure what they did. And therefore, it could very well be that she had relations with the first husband. And therefore, the, that's why the ketubah is only 100. And you cannot lay a claim. Similarly, in the case of a convert or a ransom ransomed captive or a freed slave, where they were ransomed, converted or freed above the age of three years in one day. So now if they were to have relations when they were five years old, they lost the virginity and the virginity doesn't come back because it's over the age of three. Ketubatan maneh, their ketubah is only 100 because we assume the virginity is permanently lost. Ve'en ta'anan the husbands cannot lay claim after they live with their new wife, hey, how come I didn't find a, 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 the, the virginity and go to bedin, they cannot claim that. Okay. Um, let's do one more Mishnah. Mishnah, hey. etzel chamiv In the land of Yehuda, which is one part of the land of Israel, if the groom, the Chatan, ate at the feast of his father-in-law, who made in honor of the engagement, so the the, orig- the first part of the marriage, which is the Yelushin, the father-in-law made this lechaim big l'chaim, and he ate there. Shelo be'edim. And there were no witnesses who testify that he was not alone with the bride. (inaudible) He cannot lay claim later on of a lack of virginity when he takes her nisuin because he was presumably alone with her at that time. If he doesn't have edim to say that, oh yeah, they stayed apart, then we assume that he was with this girl and later on, after everything is done, if he finds that she's not a virgin, she cannot make this claim because he needs to, there were, it could be that he took her in a bedroom and, uh, and done. Um, so therefore, he cannot make that claim. It in, says in, in, in the line of Yehuda. Um, whether the widow, when we said the widow only gets 100 zoos, whether the widow is a daughter of Israel or a daughter of a Kohen, the Ketubah is a manem. As we're going to see now that the, 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 Kohen's daughter would normally receive a larger Ketubah than a Israel's daughter. That only applies to the Ketubah of a virgin, not the Ketubah of, uh, of a widow. And as the Mishnah states, The court of the Kohanim uh, every Jewish town had uh, had courts and Mishnah refers here to courts of the Kohanim that sat, sat in towns of Kohanim. The beddin shel Kohanim ayu arba They would collect 400 zoos for the virgin who is a daughter of the Kohen, in contrast to the 200 zoos of a of a normal Yisrael uh, virgin. And the Chachamim did not uh, protest, um, they didn't stop this practice uh, they were not concerned that it would lead to jealousy. I guess they they held the Kohanim in higher esteem, and that the you know daughter of a Kohen is a daughter of a Cohen. Cohen's a prestigious family. You want to marry daughter Cohen, and you know, and then you want to just get rid of her. You have to fork up four hundred zoos, double than, uh, than than everybody else. Okay, we'll stop here and we'll continue tomorrow.